Attention Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars fans. Are you searching for love in a galaxy far, far away? Then Meet Upon Maine is the ultimate dating and social networking site for you. Join thousands of fans who are making magical connections. Whether you're seeking a serious relationship or amazing new park buddies, Meet Upon Maine has it all. Build a profile to make magical matches, create new friendships, and bond over your shared passions, from epic lightsaber battles to heartwarming Disney moments. Embrace the thrill of finding someone who vibes with your fandom on a whole new level. Don't miss out on this enchanted opportunity. Make your dreams come true with Meet Upon Maine, where Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars fans connect. Sign up now and let the magic begin. Visit meetuponmaine.com and start your journey to a happily ever after. Meet Upon Maine is not affiliated with Disney, Marvel, or Lucasfilm. Please use responsibly and follow our community guidelines. Must be 18 years or older to join. Let's put that genie back in the bottle. Paint with the colors of the wind, bitch. It's time for two finger point. Power daddy. Our shoes are in the fun. Extra magic hours, which we in turn called extra tragic hours. People call them the naked bull rat. Did you really just two finger point? Here are your hosts, Amber and Kylie. Welcome back to Two Finger Point. I'm Kylie. I'm Amber. And we are going to hop into some news. So we just, we can't not address the whole Snow White thing. <laughs> it's just such a mess. Yeah, so this week... Well, it'll be in the past, but this week in real time as we're recording, D23, the big Disney convention, is going to be going on. I think it's Wednesday it starts, um, but that is where it's rumored they're going to show the trailer, and the, the word is if the trailer does well, they'll keep moving. If it doesn't do well, which we know is inevitable, they're going to either replace her or can the idea of having a sequel. But hmm. why Why do we need a sequel for Snow White? Is there any, I mean, did, there was no Disney sequel from the beginning. So where do we kind of go at the end? Like it's happily ever after. Like Exactly. What, where do we go from there? <laughs> what are we going to do? Uh. <laughs> and if there's no prince, it's not then like she can have a daughter. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So there's no, yeah, there's no snow white too there's no legacy um yeah i guess didn't we already kind of do a series two with um kristen stewart we did our snow white and the huntsman where she was a that's not called? disney was but... that not disney no that was oh. disney yeah there were two that came out at the same time there was that one and mirror mirror i didn't see mm -hmm. either of them but yeah neither of them were disney affiliated Ah, that explains it then. Um, I never saw either of them either, but like from what I remember about the Snow White and the Huntsman one, it was quite literally she was kind of like a warrior essentially, right? She was on her own kind so. of fighting. Yeah, I fighting. think it was focused more on her getting away from the Huntsman, which in the yeah. Disney tale, that's like five minutes of the movie. Literally. <laughs> which I find that to be, I find that to be interesting um that's that's an interesting story where you don't need you know the prince mm -hmm. character but if you're gonna follow the main storyline of like snow white how can you do that without the prince and also how are right. you gonna wake up girl you ate the apple i, I said it last time but <laughs> you gone i also heard rumors that originally they had hired a director mark webb 
Um, he's known for like the amazing Spiderweb, no Spiderweb, Spider-Man movies, <laughs> the ones with Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um, so their original plan was he was going to direct this movie, and then they were going to do like this big Snow White universe. Like, go figure, Disney always doing the most, and they were going <laughs> to do like two movies based off of this one with Gal Gadot and just focus on the evil queen which i actually would be interested mm-hmm. but they don't need to do the snow white then like i would do it like yeah. they did maleficent where they just i was just gonna do say that um but they couldn't get her to sign on <laughs> um so hmm. there i was watching this guy on youtube and he was talking about like after she declined they pretty much canned him from oh. everything after gal gadot declined yeah oh gotcha yeah i mean she's she's the big name if she's Mm -hmm. turning down something like this i feel like kind of scrapped the entire thing in my opinion especially if you've got a main character who's clearly not even wanting to abide by anything of the original story right and why are the actors having so much say they're there to act when did we allow them to have more of an opinion on the movie? I thought it was very much like a director and the writers, like they make the story, you come, you act it out. And like, if you have something to say, they kind of cut you. At least that's how it used to be in Hollywood. They didn't want your opinion. Yeah. Like you have an opinion on how your character does things, but oh, let's cut out the prince. It's Hollywood, baby. No, <laughs> no. <just> like, no. <laughs> it, you know, I can't imagine this going really great for her career going forward. I mean, you're speaking out against people don't like to work with somebody who's kind of difficult or too opinionated. Yeah, she definitely blacklisted herself because, I mean, all her movies flopped. She did the West Side Story and it wasn't her fault, but Ansel Elgort had his allegations. So a lot of people boycotted that movie. Then she did Shazam 2, which wasn't that great. (laughs) And now this, and that's all she's done. So there's nothing really good on her end. You would think that she would want to be less opinionated with a rap sheet like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. These Gen Zers are wild out here. Is she a Gen Zer? It feels like she is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's wild. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I saw another clip of her that resurfaced. Or not resurfaced. It was pretty recent. It's the SAG strike. She was out there picketing. And she was like, yeah, because if I'm going to be out here in a princess dress for 16 hours, I need to be paid more. It's like, that's not what the strike's about. The strike is about the small actors who can't afford health insurance. Girl. She's like, just even like... Hillary Duff, who's out there every day, knows that. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, it's it's... Wow, there's something to be said about the narcissism of the Gen Zers. Like, I mean, good for you, like, in a sense, like, if you can hold on to it and, like, get your bag, but, like, it gets too far sometimes where it's like, whoa, like, it's not all about you. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, at least I will say, like, positively, at least she is out there supporting, like, the the strike and, like, like in the sense of, like, being out there and picketing with everyone, like, it's it's good that she is doing her part in that, but like maybe do some more research on what you're out there for if you're gonna do it. Right. It's it's a shame. She's very talented. I'll say it because I've heard her sing and she's got a great voice. But if you're gonna act like that, you can kiss your career goodbye. 
Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. It, yeah, it sounds like she's definitely causing controversy. And if enough controversy arises, I can't imagine Disney wanting to move forward with her because they are very oh. much like they wash their hands. They clean probably controversy. don't want to work with her ever again now. Yeah. Um, I, I've seen a comment on one of the YouTube videos I was watching and it really kind of fascinated me. They said, you know, if this puts Disney to its end, it started and ended with the same fairy tale. What an interesting concept. Oh my God, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> right? Mind blown. Yeah, I think they really <laughs> need to just like can this whole project and yeah, probably just forget it all together if they want to keep Disney afloat. Yeah, it just, it doesn't sound good for their brand or for anything in general. I think at um, this point, even if they were to go refilm all of her scenes with somebody else, I think it's just too little too late. Yeah, I'm like, like you said, I'm more interested in like the Evil Queen origin story. I don't know that mm -hmm. I really even care that much about Snow White being a live action. We've seen it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I why is the Evil Queen evil? I, I've always yeah. wondered what what's her problem what happened yeah like why does she feel the need to be the youngest and the most useful and the most beautiful like what happened you know I, I agree with you on that it's it's more interesting um we don't have to repeat the same story I feel like we're doing that a lot with Disney movies we're repeating yes. repeating and honestly it's exhaustive give me something new which is like I saw Cruella recently I finally bit the bullet and watched that so um <laughs> You know, I liked it. I thought it was good. It was nice to see an origin story for a villain. I, I like that they're kind of taking that route. They should lean into that because we've mm -hmm. expressed that we like the villain stories. We want villain world and all that. So like lean into what we're saying we want. Quit giving us what we don't want. Right. Because these kids like the cartoons better anyway. Yeah. And we've already seen it. Like I heard that they were getting ready to start doing a part two for the little mermaid and it's i loved the little mermaid but i don't need a part two yeah again what 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 i know we had little mermaid two in the animated version and stuff did we even have three a little too much though it was um they didn't do a third one but they did like a it was just like a little side cartoon kind of like beauty and the beast enchanted christmas or whatever yeah like okay. one of those okay um, because I remember watching the second animated Little Mermaid. What was her daughter's Melody. name? Melody. Uh, that's what it was. Yeah, I just remember her having black hair. Yeah. Um, it w and it was fine, but also we didn't need it, and I recognized that as a however old I was. <laughs> yeah. I think it was an on and whim to even watch it. Like it was like, do I want to watch this? Mm -hmm. Fine. Um, but yeah, it was unnecessary. So I I really feel like the sequels are unnecessary, but. Yeah, we've we've kind of fallen into that origin story of a lot of different characters and things that have not been written, I think, are interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think those are worth exploring. Yeah, maybe even go into, like, some grim fairy tales. Snow White is grim, but, mm -hmm. like, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, or... I know it's kind of DreamWorks area, but I don't know. There's a lot of fairy tales we could get into. We don't need to keep recreating the same ones exactly or you know we're finding those other tales from different cultures like moana or mm -hmm. mulan those Let's are continue awesome. to find those fables exactly so yeah that yeah 
the repetition can end at any moment so I agree but yeah back to the Snow White thing like yeah I don't know what they're gonna do here but I'm curious to see if they they do um show the trailer because if they do we'll we'll probably end up seeing it by the end of the week it'll be on TikTok by Friday Mm -hmm. if they do show it yeah Um, well I think in history, I don't know if they've still done it, but or if they're still doing it this year, but historically, they've done like a little recap on Disney Plus every day of the week for the convention, mm-hmm. and they show like, here's what went on today at D23. Oh, cool. I want to check that out and see if they're doing that then, because... Yeah, because yeah, last year they showed The Little Mermaid. Then they're... Then, yeah, then if they did that, then people are definitely hoping that they're going to do the same thing with Snow White, and they should. Like, it would be wise for them to do that. Right. So. I, I'm sure that's been planned for probably years. Yeah. Um, they just didn't plan on. Which I'm so surprised. Like, I feel like Disney would have some sort of NDA or whatever for her to keep her mouth shut. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's got to, I thought there was something somewhere, like, as an actress, like, you don't speak out against the project that you're working on. Like, I thought most people knew that. That, and you and I have both worked for Disney. We know how strict they are yeah but it seems but I mean it seems like everything's just getting lenient over the years like the more things that I see and the more people that we we talk to about Disney it just seems like they're loosening their strings a little bit compared to when we were there or maybe it's just like a like change of generation you know like some of the Mm -hmm. younger kids are starting to get into these higher roles and they're kind of changing the game I don't know there's something That's something about it's a little bit different. True, it could be that because I I listen to Raven anytime she's on anything, and she talks about how things were different in her day as a kid, whereas now on set, oh you're late to work, oh do you need to meet with the therapist? Is how it kind of goes now, and like everyone's kind of pampered compared to back then. Yeah, she doesn't really agree with how lenient things are these days. Yeah, I mean, there's something to, I mean, I think it's just coming from our standpoint of, like, we were kind of toughened up a little bit differently, like, they Mm -hmm. didn't really coddle us, and it's not coddling so much, but, like, we weren't giving the resources maybe we needed, there wasn't, like, mental health therapy for us available in certain situations, or there wasn't, like, the call out of, like, hey, I'm feeling this way today, maybe I'm not going to come into work, whereas, like, Mm -hmm. that's widely accepted, if we did that, it was, like, what are you, what are you sad about? Like, come to work, do your job, yeah. you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's definitely different. And I feel like a lot of the dynamics overall are different because of that standpoint. Yeah. I think we need to find some sort of middle ground in between the two. <laughs> I, I definitely agree. <laughs> um, that's the nineties in me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, do you want to move on some uh, park news? Yeah. Okay. So uh, over in California, Haunted Mansion is getting a expansion on the grounds outside. Oh, so the the virtual queue, out, or I'm sorry, virtual. It's not virtual. Um, <laughs> the outdoor queue outside is going to become more immersive um, and expanded overall. So it's going to get expanded with um, gardens. There's going to be different gardens that are going to be featured for different characters in the new film, and it's going to feature things with waterfalls, greenhouses. Um, that show kind of where the groundskeepers grow like plants for the mansion and different things. Mm-hmm. And also there's going to be a new Haunted Mansion retail store that's going to be built right next to the Haunted Mansion. Wow. Um, it's going to oh. be a little hot. 
it's gonna be cute yeah that's gonna be really cute oh a few weeks ago um melissa who was on our our podcast a couple weeks ago um she had this big madame leota like sipper thing and she left it in a restaurant nobody found it or turned it in for her and she was so sad but oh um maybe they'll start carrying stuff like that on the regular though Mm-hmm. they need a space for this I was always surprised that Haunted Mansion or at least just New Orleans Square alone didn't really have a shop like that for the spooky mm-hmm. stuff like Nightmare Before Christmas merch um, Haunted Mansion merch like all pirates that. yeah just right there and like to shop in so I was surprised so I'm, I'm excited they're doing this um, and the location it's going to be kind of adjacent to the attractions exit you know as most gift shops and things are um and it's going to mimic Madame Leota's carriage house, which I don't really know what that looks like, but I'm guessing. We got to see the movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? You're right. I need to. I'm not even opposed to watching it. I'm just low-key waiting for it to come to Disney+. Plus. Same. I, I didn't make it to the theater to watch that one. Um, I, yeah, But I feel like this one had more um, focus on all of the characters versus mm-hmm. the Eddie Murphy one kind of focused on the family yeah I think this is going to focus more on the ghost so I'm excited to check it out okay I kind of like that perspective because yeah they're the whole point like I'm I'm gonna spoil the first one we've seen it in 2004 it's been out for a while if you haven't seen it it's been 19 years that's your own fault um but <laughs> yeah it focuses around Eddie Murphy's wife because she's supposedly like the reincarnation of one of the ghost's wives that had passed away um in the mansion so she comes in and they're like oh my god like so it it focuses around that family basically because the ghosts in the house are essentially trying to essentially look he kidnap his wife and like keep her in the mansion so it'll be interesting to see the flipped version of the perspective of the ghosts and all the different characters within the house because i guess i didn't think about that when i was younger but from now, from a standpoint of loving Spooky Yuki, yeah, I'm interested. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but just from looking at the cast, because I believe Madame Leota's Jamie Lee Curtis. If I'm, she's in the movie. I don't. I think that's her character. Oh. But just seeing somebody big like that is one of the ghosts of the house. Obviously, they've got to have a bigger focus. Totally. And it seems like that is the focus based on like a lot of the stuff that I was reading. It seems like that's the focus. And it's just kind of like you come in with the family to see that perspective, essentially. It's like a POV from a family's perspective. Yeah, I would assume. Um, Which makes sense. So I don't know why I was kind of low-key shitting on it before because guys, I'm probably gonna watch it. I'm excited. Um, (laughs) But um, but anyway, so yeah, the expansion in the retail store, um, it's coming in 2024, and it's set to start construction, like, right at the beginning of the year in January. Let's so, go, New Orleans Square. Congrats. Right? So I, I'm excited to go and check out New Orleans Square after everything is all together. They've got the Tiana's Bayou, the restaurant, and then the newly rented. That's probably why they're doing this, honestly. Everything's getting a facelift, so they're like, why don't we do it while we're all under construction in this area? Yeah. Um, but speaking on the spooky Yuki Halloween stuff and Nightmare on Christmas or Nightmare Before Christmas on. Um, <laughs> so the mayor cart, uh the mayor's cart bucket that I was telling you about oh, yeah. from Mickey's Not So Scary, it's it used to be just exclusive to the Not So Scary, but it's actually coming to Disneyland. Oh yeah. Are you gonna um, get it? Uh probably. 
because <laughs> um what i found out is the mayor's head does turn he's got two faces oh, so cute. i'm excited and it's actually affordable compared to a lot of the buckets this one only goes for 29.95 with the include like the included popcorn it's reasonable for what you're getting it's reasonable for this because it's a figurine you'll have forever mm-hmm. not all of them are worth it though but this no. one yes <laughs> yeah and they normally go for like 25 30 bucks yeah so this is maybe like five dollars more but like i put pictures up here for kylie to see like the two sides of it they also had pictures of the front and the back and it's just it's so detailed having all these characters just like kind of poking out of the purse and like I said the mayor's head turns so you get his happy face and you get his concerned sad scary face uh, which was kind of the thing for me I was like if it does that I almost have to get it because I love that I love that his head turns yeah not so exclusive to Disney World anymore uh you can get it over here at Disneyland too um and I'm assuming because they didn't I don't think it said but I'm assuming it's probably right there in New Orleans Square I would assume one of those popcorn kiosks over by like haunted mansion or like pirates is probably going to have it and and just keeping it at disneyland for one more time san francisco square is officially open so it (laughs) opened at the end of august this is obviously in retrospect now but um it is officially open um and i'm excited to go back because we can actually utilize the bridge again and we can't get lost which Loki, <laughs> not Disney's fault. Again, our fault, but um, it'll be nice to be able to use that shortcut again. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see pictures now um, of kind of everything and see what they're doing. And I want to try the food, see if there's any new like food shops or anything that they kind of threw in there. Yeah. And not only is it Asian representation, but it's Asian American. I yeah. feel like there's definitely a difference there. Totally. So that's cool. I like the inclusivity. It's nice. So I'm excited about it too. I need to get back to Disney again. I wanted to go for Labor Day weekend, but honestly, I was afraid that it was going to be overcrowded. Probably. So I just, I I vetoed that and decided I'll wait. Um, Especially because Labor Day weekend, this, you know, past weekend, and again, in retrospect, guys, um, was the beginning of Halloween. Like everything came out tw- the right. 29th and 30th. So everyone's like jumping on the Halloween stuff. Loki, I was like, do I bust out my my fall decorations? <laughs> I've been considering it. Oh my god, I went to TJ Maxx and they Loki put some like pumpkin spice in the air. Oh yeah, I was like, oh I was yeah. gonna pick it up. I went out today. I ran a few errands and it's just out. I'm like, do I do it? But I'm deep cleaning this weekend. We got a three day weekend. I'm deep cleaning, so next weekend I'll bust them up. <sighs> okay, you're enticing me, and I'm debating on do I go fall like so I can keep it up longer or do I do Halloween and I feel like I should do mainly fall and then accent Halloween so I can take it away and keep the fall for a little bit longer yeah I think that's what I'm gonna do too okay I'm coming to you for some decorating advice because I know <laughs> you have it and I'm like I have ideas but I overwhelm myself so <laughs> okay I'll say this for you and everybody listening dollar tree okay 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 they so even this- have like those tall like signs that say welcome mm-hmm. like, they carry them for like five dollars you're right. I don't know why I sleep on it. I know better than any. I taught you about Dollar Tree. Why am you I sleeping did. on it? <laughs> like, you're right. I do need to go there. And you need to go while it's still like September because yes. once it gets closer to October, guys, that stuff isn't there. People bought it. As soon as you see it go, because probably be in gone. two weeks, you're going to have Christmas stuff and then that's going to be gone. You got to go grab it while it's there. Yeah, you're right. I'm probably going to go do that today because I've been, I had my first, um, 
like fall drink at Starbucks. I had like the apple crisp thing. Okay, this is not. A oh fall my gosh, those anyway, are so sorry. good. <sighs> so good but now that it's like entered my veins like all I think about is fall (laughs) you know you can get that year round right the apple crisp one yeah this the what is it called apple apple cider yeah all it is I forget what it's called it's been like a decade since I've worked there actually yeah, yeah literally a decade since I've worked there but um it's cinnamon dolce syrup with um apple juice steamed apple juice and whipped cream on top with caramel drizzle. That's all it is. You can make that at home if you want. Oh my God. Yum. Want it. No, but they have <laughs> a new one too. They have an apple crisp, like oat milk latte or something too, which oh. is probably low key about the same thing. Is there coffee yeah. in it? I think so. Cause it's I like a shit. I not see apple and coffee tasting good together, but that's just yeah. me. I'm very no. picky when it comes to coffee. I was I was skeptical, but it has like an apple pie taste when you drink it, but not like heavy on the apple. It's like apples there, but you get more of like a cinnamony like mm-hmm. taste. It's good. I wonder what's in it. I'll have to look and see what's in it because I'd be curious. I can't imagine it's just like straight apple cider, right? Well, they don't and- have apples. Well, they might have apple cider seasonally, but we always did steamed apple juice. Oh, steamed apple juice. Um. What is it called? Like caramel apple spice. That was the drink that we would make. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So it's just steamed apple juice with cinnamon dolce syrup, whipped cream, and caramel drizzle. I wish it. Yeah. It says late. I'll look this up later. We're busy. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. We're, tra- <laughs> we're recording a whole podcast. Oops. Sorry, guys. Yes. Sorry. Whoops. It's fall. You're probably with us anyway. I mean, just to keep on brand since where I was going is where we're headed anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So over at Disney Disney World, technically Disney Springs, aka downtown Disney when we were there, but like they were converting it literally. Oh my God, we're so old. (laughs) It really is like its own little place though at Disney World to be fair. Yeah, it is. So this, yeah, so Disney Springs makes sense. But anyway, so their Halloween stuff, their their treats and snacks have entered the Disney Springs area, which is why I was tangenting, guys. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but so here's like some of the four like big things that came out recently. So there was a Halloween mini waffle Sunday, which they didn't have a price for. I didn't see. Oh, so it's expensive. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, low key, right though? It didn't look that good though. It was it was melted. Like it looked okay. like it melted fast. Um, so it was a bubble waffle, which I'm assuming is like some kind of a crepe type thing. Oh, okay. Um, and then it was filled with chocolate soft serve, orange sauce, hmm. chocolate cream cookies, Oreos, um, candy oh. corn, and chocolate sticks. That does not sound good to me. Honestly, it's too many things in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know about this orange sauce. You know I love chocolate and orange. Yes. Everything. <laughs> I feel like if it maybe it was just those things, you might like it. But with yeah. candy corn, I'm one of those weird people that like candy corn, but I okay. Thank you. You're okay. like the only other person <laughs> I know that likes candy corn. Love it. <laughs> but I feel like it should be by itself. It's and, straight sugar. Why are you yeah. adding more sugar to it? Like and then yeah it's a lot I have sweet teeth and this hurts my teeth to think about eating it I could never like it's like I don't like 
they mix chocolate and the color orange instead of thinking about the actual flavors. Yeah. Like, I don't even think this syrup would jive with this chocolate. There's something about orange sauce or orange syrup mixing with a chocolate soft syrup that you know that doesn't taste good. Yeah. <laughs> and this Gross. is coming from a chocolate orange expert. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding um but anyway moving on to other delicious things this one sounded good this ice cream sounds good so it's called the haunted mansion cone and this one did have a price it goes for 6.49 so it's pistachio and purple cheesecake soft serve swirled together and that's black black vanilla cone um with hitchhiking ghost chocolate medallions this sounds good yeah i've never had pistachio ice cream so i don't know what that tastes like but it's doesn't sound bad sounds way better than the other option of orange (laughs) they should have done a soft serve orange with the chocolate and swirled it that i could have vibed there you go yeah um that would have been good yeah no pistachio's got like a light taste to it um it is sweet it's i don't even know how you would describe it but i know it it does have a nuttiness to it so i'd probably like it it's good. Um, I've had, I've had, um, like the Talentino, like the little, mm-hmm. yeah, I've had their pistachio ice cream and it's pretty good. Um, and I, I would think it would pair well nicely with cheesecake because they're both like light flavors that would just kind of go well mm-hmm. with each other. Um, so I'm into this. Yeah. I, and it's purple and green too, by the way, which is so cool. Very villainesque. Love it. Um, <laughs> and then a fall Dole Whip sampler. Now, these are interestingly flavored. Tell so, me more. <laughs> yeah. So the first one is a Dole Whip and vanilla soft serve with a pineapple wedge. Normal. We're okay with that. Yeah. The next one is the pump- pumpkin and salted caramel soft serve with caramel sauce and caramel crisp pearls. Where does the Dole Whip come in? I think they're, like, I think they're just, like, soft serve samples. I, I lost the okay. Dole Whip here. Okay. But they called it Dole Whip Sampler, so I was expecting more Dole Whip, Yeah. Too. Okay, because I was going to say, that sounds great. I would eat yeah. that, but what does that have to do with Dole Whip? <laughs> well, yeah, because then the next one is quite literally the ice cream from the Haunted Mansion cone, which is just the soft serve of purple cheesecake and pistachio, and then roasted salted okay. pistachios, so... which, yum, but... We're, we only had one dole you're right you yeah. honestly i i got distracted by the other flavors but yeah there's only one dole snack here oh huh. okay weird sure <laughs> okay um and then the last thing which falls into what we were uh talking about so an apple cider slush um oh, yeah oh, it looks good too so it's apple cider well this i'm questioning it now though because apple cider pumpkin soft serve and apple in an apple slice i i feel like that i don't know about the apple slice i'm not an apple person like the fruit apple but i yeah. love me some apple pie i feel like it could be good with pumpkin i feel like it could because okay. you've got they're both like spices so it's that's very fall-esque i just yeah i just maybe wonder. if they added a little bit of vanilla to it it would tie it all together and they probably do knowing knowing disney um and you can get it two ways if you're feeling spicy, you can get it with Fireball Whiskey for fourteen oh, fifty. Rest in peace. Literally. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, with the Disney pour, too, done. <laughs> After one, it's O-V over. I mean, you um, don't even need a Disney pour to be done with Fireball. I've had that since I was, like, 21. Oh, my God. No, me neither. <laughs> Fireball was such a college thing. When I see it, 
And there was also another one called Aftershock where it had crystals in the bottom of the bottle and it was a clear bottle and it oh, looked gosh. like straight. It would be, it was red. It was bright red. And oh it just, no. Yes. <laughs> it looked like liquefied red hots basically. Ew. Oh yeah. And it, then and it it just, like as it. soon as you, it hits your throat, you just feel it burn. What? yeah this why did we do that to ourselves because it was one of the only things i would drink because i was really picky (laughs) man why did we do that (laughs) we can go on a tangent about like the why like i drank burnett's did you ever drink burnett's the cheapest vodka oh it was the cheapest vodka that we could find because we were all so dirt poor was it worse than smirnoff oh my god the lowest tier smirnoff grosses me out i drink it i even like in my early 20s one time I was like nope not doing that ever again oh my god no do you four locos thank you I never had that you never had a bad experience on a four loco I've never had one I I, I knew better I knew better than that one I both I had a bad experience and I drank them Yeah, I never, I knew better than, you don't mix caffeine and alcohol. I didn't even know what was in it. I just drank it um, because where I was, again, college town that I lived in, you could get that and like other shit for cheap. So that was what I would drink. Um, One of those and you're done. Two of them and you're dead. Yeah. Um, but that explains it sure didn't know there was caffeine in it. But yeah, anyway, so yeah, the apple cider slush, you can get it with the fireball whiskey for $14.50. If you're feeling bold, if you're feeling like you can still take things on with that. Um, however, if you want to keep it safe, like Kylie and I, um, non-alcoholic version, $5.99. <laughs> okay, and so moving in to our segment of the week. So something that I wanted to talk about um, that I feel like we haven't given love is some is talking about Disney bounding and dapper days. Yeah, uh, I remember learning about these during our program. I think you actually yeah. explained Disney bounding to me. Yeah, and actually Dapper Days I saw play out while we were at the college program. I yeah. know they have set days like once or twice a year. I think there's one in like spring and one in fall, if I'm not wrong. Um, and it's quite literally where you come in in like old school, like formal very dapper. clothing. Yeah, very dapper, quite literally. <laughs> Um, one of our roommates partook in it actually. Yeah, she was the one that explained what it was to me. So yeah, me I learned too, I think. both of those from my roommates. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was cool. That was honestly for um I felt in my opinion, like it was a lot of the theater kids who really took on Dapper Day because they understood mm-hmm. it and they had like the costuming like know it all or they knew someone who had the ability to get them like a good outfit. Yeah. Um very 40s, 50s, yeah, um, like fedoras or pinup girls, yeah, and like suit and tie, very dressed up to the nines. It was always an interesting day too, and it was usually a weekend that they did mm-hmm. it. Like it would go on for a weekend, and it was interesting to see people walking around like that. It was cool. It was fun as a cast member to kind of see people as guests dressing up because you didn't see that that often. You saw people in t-shirts and stuff. Right. But I mean, we were in Florida in the summertime. I was like, girl or dude, how are you wearing like a like five piece suit? It's uh, like a hundred degrees out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. Yeah. I never saw it at my park. I just saw pictures like on instagram of people doing it but oh really did yeah. you trickle into wow okay Mm-mm. that's good to know 
So I guess it is just in well that uh yeah, I guess it makes sense because like I remember like a lot of the Mary Poppins characters would come out on these days mm-hmm. and they would do shows and it was like very in the era of like what the way they were dressing. I guess in a sense it's kind of a party. So that does make yeah. sense it's only in one part. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's like an unofficial party. And I keep and I keep forgetting too that Disney World's parks are not close like Disneyland. So it's like to get to the next park, like you'll have people trickle over there, but like mm-hmm. you can't have like a party for all four parks basically at the same right. time because it just doesn't work. Right. So that makes sense. Um, so that's Dapper Days, but Disney Bounding is a little bit different. So Disney Bounding is just like if you're on your trip and you want to dress as a Disney character, but you do it in normal clothes because Disney has a rule where like when you come into the parks, you can't dress in full costume because they don't want other guests to mistake you as like an actual Disney character to take photos with or harass you or whatever have it. So people take to being creative and taking street clothes and essentially turning them into Disney character outfits. And we'll give a disclaimer. If it's a child, they're allowed to wear a costume, but if you're yes. an adult, it's not allowed. Obviously, right with Bippity Boppity Boutique and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you see all the cute little princes, which how sad would it be if like you couldn't let a kid dress up, right? So right. I'm glad they thought that. Yeah. So as adults, um, we're not allowed to dress up, but yeah, yeah this gives so like- us Oh, God. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. I, I, I was just going to say, like, an example. Like, if you're wearing um, yellow leggings with a red crop top, Winnie the Pooh. You know, exactly. Like, colors that obviously mean a character, and anyone can look at you and guess who you are. So, but I saw that you put something on here. And am I frozen? Okay. No, no, no I'm not frozen. Okay. Good. So, I saw you put something on here, and I searched it in my search bar on TikTok and now it's popping up, but I don't know what I'm looking for because now I just see her popping up everywhere. So what am I looking for? Oh, I just wanted you to see her outfit. Oh yeah. It's popping up everywhere now. Isn't it cute? I love it. So we saw someone uh, Disney bound and it was the most creative Disney bound we've ever seen. And it was Mia Thermopolis from Princess Diaries. And she's got Mm -hmm. like the off white, she did a shorter dress, but it's like strapless. She wears the gloves. She had the sunglasses, the headphones, like to the T. Yeah. It was just very creative. <laughs> I It was cute. And I saw, I don't know if you saw the same TikTok, but I saw the one where she picks a patch of grass and she runs across it and they play the get off the lawn and they played in like the five oh, different oh, languages. Yeah. No, I didn't see that one. I, um, She's just on Main Street when I saw her, and she's, like, dancing. That's cute. No, that would be a really cute one I'd like to see. And it actually expanded on some that I want to see. So I I saw you pick some, and I picked some, too. We picked some characters of Disney Bounds that we'd like to see potentially walking the park. That would just be kind of fun. Um, Do you want to go first while I pull mine up? Yeah. So my first one is Marie from Aristocats. I feel like... Most girlies like Marie. She's cute. She's feminine. It's like just throw on some white with some pink, um, pink, maybe a little bit of blue because her eyes are blue. Accessories. Yeah. I feel like that could Do be like really a little cute. choker. Yeah. Do like some ears. I think that could be oh, super cute. That would be cute. So my first one, <laughs> it's Lola from the Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. So <laughs> I love that so much. Specifically, do you remember when she was doing like the hunger strike against her mom and she's like super bogey oh with the little glasses? Yes. That one specifically. 
or any of them really when she's Eliza like you could really exactly. do it all honestly <laughs> but was it pink outfit she's wearing on stage was it pink or red either way the sequin dress yes yeah oh, iconic <laughs> but you tipped me off to that with another with another one of your characters <laughs> uh, save okay. that one for last <laughs> Um, so my next one is Esmeralda from Hunchback. I talk about her a lot. I love her. And I love her colors. Like my two favorite colors are teal and purple. Um, so I think just incorporating those, get some bangles, you know, gold accessories, and you could have yourself Esmeralda. It'd be so easy too, because you could find a really, especially with like fashion right now, because everything's very puffy. You could get like a nice puffy mm-hmm. sleeve, like crop shirt. You could do like a little skirt moment. Yeah. Oh be so cute actually i kind of want a disney bound as her because that would be so cute yeah well we've already talked about you being her for halloween right so i want to see you as esmeralda at some point (laughs) and with my hair being so long right now i've been growing it yeah it would be perfect (laughs) okay so next one also um enchanted either one of her dresses i think that would be really cute well giselle right yeah. She always gets overlooked, and technically she's a Disney princess. Yeah, and I feel like you could do, like, a mini dress, you know? Mm-hmm. And it could be, like, puffy on the sleeve. You could do a blue mini dress. Or didn't she have a white one, too? I think, yeah, I think she comes out of the manhole in a white dress. Okay. And everyone and then thinks she's, she's a bride, right? Oh, yeah, and then at the end she has the blue dress. So yeah. either or you could use, honestly, and just do a mini dress. I think yeah. it would be really cute. That would be cute. <laughs> All right, so we're we're rolling back to Lindsay. Um, I think Anna from Freaky Friday, at like in the the first half of the movie or the first scene or whatever, where she's just wearing the black with the yes. red writing and the the like half sleeves and, and the low rise with the stem with belt. The belt. Yes. Oh my god, the Converse. Oh, I wanted to be her in this movie. Low key, she was like, I was like, oh, she's perfect. And then she did the highlights for the first time. Yes. I was like, Yes. It's everything. I that was my the first DVD I ever owned. And I used to watch it every day after school in seventh grade. <laughs> I love that movie so much. Jamie Lee Curtis too. Yes. I love her. Like Chad Michael Murray. Like oh everyone in that movie did so well. It was um and the music that came out of it too. I think I even jammed mm-hmm. to like the music from the fake band. You're, it. You're the ultimate. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And so even good. even like the grandpa's hilarious when he's like, oh. So I, I love that movie. I may watch that movie today just because it's so good. Strongly recommend. I love it. <laughs> What's your last <laughs> Disney bound? Throwback. Um, I mean, I have two. So tech I mean, oh. one is a one's a dream and one is just uh, something else. So I mean it's <laughs> okay. it's a thing. So first one, Lizzie McGuire, both movie and show. Okay, so what would you wear? For like, so I think for like the show, I would do like probably her iconic like twist with her okay. hair, like something uh-huh. funky, and then maybe like the iconic bell bottom outfit from like her picture day, or just like something. Oh my gosh! Like the red unicorn sweater. <gasps> Even better. <laughs> So yeah, I was unsure about the show, but I think like if you could find an iconic one like that, I think that could be, oh my God, Christmas time, that could actually be really cute. Or even you could do like her cartoon where you have like the pink with the jeans and the the orange platform sandals that are now available at Target. (laughs) Oh, shout out. But you're right. Like that one would be good. And I think for the movie, I think I'd want her in her popster outfit. Oh, yes. 
the shiny like per- off purple she can even yeah. be a Stella if you want I don't care be People either have done that but like groups that have like a, a one guy and two girls they'll do Paolo Isabella and Lizzie be really good I, Joe Jonas did that with Sophie and someone else but like he was Paolo and Sophie was Lizzie and then somebody stepped in as Isabella that would be great by the way you can can't you can delete this but did you hear they filed for divorce this weekend? <laughs> I know I'm disappointed I need to read <laughs> up on it though I, well he filed for a divorce lawyer we that's what I yeah that's what I heard too they he hired a, a divorce lawyer that's really sad and it's it's so funny because like I used to be in love with him and like all of them really like who are we kidding I would have married any of them and now I'm like, no, I love their wives. And like, I want them to be happy. And yeah. It's just funny. And like, I went to their Happiness Begins tour back in 2019 when they first got back together. And it was, it wasn't like, oh, I love me. Like it was when I was 15 years old. It was more of like, how cool is it that we're all grown up and like still bond over this music? I and love that. Like, no, it's like, no, I want them to <laughs> yeah it's like we're <laughs> no and it's like we they we we almost feel like they're moms and we're like we married you off you're not allowed to get divorced like <laughs> i come to terms with this you can be undoing it now <laughs> and sophie turner i'm sorry she's like gorgeous and perfect like their other wives i love her too i don't know anything about her other than she's in game of thrones i never watched it um but she was they... a superhero too she was like oh she uh what's the spider one Aww. the woman spider one spider girl spider gwen no she played a soup i need to look her up real quick okay honestly i don't I'll know anything about that um no like i'm even <laughs> It took me a while on this one. I even accepted Priyanka. Yeah. Well, I heard news about her where people were saying she was like kind of bitchy and stuff. And I was like, mm, I don't love that for him. But it turns out they were just making news. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've heard things about her and like even back in the day. But like, if we're honest, like Nick's kind of the same way. <laughs> like, oh, Dark he... Phoenix. I was way off. She oh, was a superhero. Jean Grey. You're right. Yeah. I didn't see that movie, but you're right. I remember her being casted as that. Yeah, I remember when she, like, I think she went back to her red hair for this movie or something. Yeah. Like, she had, it was iconic when she dyed her hair again. Um, I don't know. I've always liked her. I thought she, she's very poised, and it's because she's British, right? Oh, I always, like, when I've seen paparazzi shots of them, they're always been goofy together. And that's why I liked her, because oh, okay. he's goofy. And so they were kind of just, like, a match for each other yeah they definitely mesh well you can tell that they seemed together like it made sense like it wasn't like a forced like it wasn't like justin bieber and Haley baldwin loki um but anyway (laughs) oh sorry about that uh i was reading some (laughs) conspiracy theories about Haley baldwin this weekend well Uh, (laughs) well, let's talk about we'll keep that off because i got some conspiracies too we'll talk about that when we're done recording (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah. Um, oh yeah. And then, so my last one to bring it back, this isn't like nothing crazy or anything, but it just, I was honestly on Facebook and I forgot we did it. So another good one to be, to see would be like people dressing up as the 101 Dalmatians. Like if you just wanted to come in and oh get as God. many people as you could okay. to dress Do you up as Dalmatians. remember when we had like the big Brazilian groups that came in? What if you had like mm-hmm. a massive group or like the dance teams, like where it's just like, 
massive group, but they're going to go their separate ways, but they're all wearing yep. the same freaking bright pink t-shirt. What yes. if you did that? And like, yes. you could just spot them. I love that so much. Yes. And here's the reason why. So I forgot we did this for our senior year. We were, Disney was our spirit day, but basically a bunch of us band together to get as many people to dress up as Dalmatians. And we did it. And basically everyone went and we had like 700 people in our, in our class. So we got a bunch of people to do it. And you just saw. So what Amber's saying is she was the cult popular girl. No, I wasn't. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't even know how I got roped into this because somebody was like, you're going to be a Dalmatian. And I think I was like, no. And it ended up there's pictures yeah no that's a really cute idea no I'm joking I (laughs) I remember like we had our official senior year t-shirt but then like the the cool kids came up with a different one and you remember back in the day when like the hand gang signs were everything so we did the 09 and I remember they made a t-shirt with that and then they did peace out and they wanted to do the F with the middle finger, but we couldn't work just what we did that. But they did peace out on the back because that was the cool thing to say back then oh. too. And I remember I had a class with one of the guys that made the shirt. And so, and I sat with him. So he invited me to have a t-shirt too. And I was like, oh my God, I got this t-shirt that all the cool kids are going to wear. <laughs> no, right. It's like, it just happens that like, it's so funny. High school was so bizarre, right? Like you just know one right person and yeah. you just like, everyone was like, oh, she's cool. And you're like, how am I cool? I didn't do anything. I just, I have chemistry with like chat, like, sorry. Yeah. No. And I think it was like senior year too. So people stopped giving a crap about that yeah. stuff. Cause I, I have a picture of our whole like class. It was like a communications class. And yeah. so it's only seniors and we don't care anymore. We're getting out of here. And so like everyone got the shirt and so we all took a big picture and like there's just people from every group (laughs) wait but I love that did you guys also make senior shirts or did you guys not do that like did you guys oh like with the puffy paints and stuff yeah yeah we did that a a group of my friends I actually I did it with two groups of my friends because I I was a little bit of a floater I had like two or three groups that's how I was too that's why I know everybody (laughs) because yeah um so I did one where we spelled out senior um we had like enough people however was that four or no four was it six or seven letters six seven something like that we had enough people to do that and then (laughs) I had another friend group and we did it was um like the day after the the seniors graduated above us so we were technically still juniors, but it was the last week of school and we did like bow down and um, it was stupid. I love it. (laughs) No, we were dumb. Ours. Um, yeah, we would all get together and like you, our colors were black, red and gray so like who oh get black God, mine were black silver and silver and then yes, oh, silver. My, and then my senior year they added red as an accent oh my Jesus god Christ. literally no, wait, every us time, wait a minute us too literally <laughs> guys every time me and amber are talking about our lives like we're the same person <laughs> it's crazy too because yeah we didn't know each other during these times so we're finding out that we basically live the same life until we met each other <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and you're hearing it now on the podcast in live time so funny <laughs> no but yeah so like we had black shirts and we were writing in red and silver puffy paint yeah um and then we would do alliteration so it'd be like sassy senior sensational senior okay you know like junior so that's drills in- from taylor swift <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, so that's what we did. I re- I definitely don't have my senior shirt anymore. I hope somebody or I have a picture of it somewhere because I want to find it. I know for myself. I've got, picture. I've got pictures. So we did for for those puffy paint ones that were specific to juniors or seniors. We did green because that was our class color. But like we would always make the shirts for like the football teams and stuff too. We yeah. get black shirts with the silver puffy paint. And you make them and yeah we did that too I wonder if they still do stuff like that like I know um in the south like in Texas they do something wild over there it's like a pin basically and it's like this big pin that's got a bunch of stuff on it and I don't know what it's called like if if anyone from Texas is listening or knows what the heck I'm talking about it's their version of a senior shirt but it's like a pin and like a you know or like a ribbon you know like the ribbons that like when yeah. you win first place but like yeah. a, a giant one and like you just decorate it and wear it or whatever that sounds very texas <laughs> oh my god it's so texas um so that's why like i have no idea what i'm talking about but like it's so funny to know like over the years we've all had this like quirky random thing we did to signify mm-hmm. like we're done with high school but in like the weirdest way yeah but it was like kind of like a culture thing like and yeah you, you just like felt like you went through this long experience with these same people every year and you bond over it. And then you're like, okay, we're, we're done, you know, literally. And, and then you never talk to them again. <laughs> it's just gonna say, and then you completely ignore them forever and you're no longer friends. Um, but oh. no, but I think it was like, I think it was to your point, like a last hoorah with these people, because we knew we weren't going to see them again. Like we all said, like, we'll keep in touch. We'll keep in touch. But it's like, you're going to Idaho. You're going to Florida. I'm going here. Like we'll never see each other again. Yep. And I like clearly or completely deleted all of my social media and started brand new, like last year, right before I started this podcast. How refreshing though, I've got to say. I know. I've got like 20 (laughs) friends and it's so nice. I am going to have to do that eventually. Maybe I'll make a Finsta. So I have two. So I can know what that feels yeah. like. And maybe if I like it, then I'll convert over fully to a Finsta. Yeah. Which would be actually the other one would be the Finsta. because <laughs> True. Uh, but, but I haven't yeah. posted since 2019. And if you don't live where you grew up, like it doesn't matter. You don't need those connections for jobs or anything. So people, You're right. I just, I'm like, I don't talk to these people. Frankly, I can live without knowing what they're doing, you know, and I didn't even go to my 10 year reunion because I did not care. And I wasn't about to pay $50 to go to some bar that I didn't want to go to when we could have gone to the school gym. Should have, should have consulted the event planners. Well, see, (laughs) at least you had the opportunity to go to your suit. Fun fact is like, we're the same age, but you were a class above me. Technically you graduated 09. I beat the, the cutoff date by four days that's why so I was the youngest in my class um so in California where I was born the cutoff date was December 2nd which is Britney Spears birthday (laughs) um and my birthday is November 29th so I literally beat it by four days so I was always the youngest and I graduated at 17. That's so funny because I ended up usually being kind of the oldest like when I graduated high school I was 18 and a lot of my friends were 17 that makes sense yeah because you yeah. were right after the cutoff oh I mean there was no chance I'm literally five days till the end of the year like they were like <laughs> forget that girl god who cares uh no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no it's it's funny like I really 
I don't really talk to that many people from high school. Like they're on my Facebook and it's not that I wouldn't talk to them if they reached out, but I don't really see much of a point. Yeah. Like we haven't been in each other's lives for so long, but no, but back to my, my, I must said family reunion, which, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> but mine was, I graduated in 2010. So my 10 year reunion was 2020. So, um, oh. pandemic, which was great anyway, because I was in the group for the, for the reunion. And all of the people that I knew were like, fuck this. We didn't want to go anyway. We hate mm-hmm. this. Like, thank God we didn't have to do this. Um, and the people that were trying to plan it were like, you guys suck. And we were like, no, you suck. This is stupid. <laughs> no, yeah, that's exactly how mine went. It was it was the, pre- the class president and the class vice president. And honestly, like, I never knew one of them. She was okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. I never knew her. Um I never understood why she was popular. And then the other girl was popular, never was really nice to me, was too cool, which not every single popular person in my class was that way. There were a lot of nice ones. And so I just never understood why she was rude to me. And then all of a sudden, you know, after high school, I'm going to add you on Facebook and then I ended up like deleting her. I'm like, you don't need to know what's in my life. You know, like you were as rude. And then like you know like came back around around that time and there was a Facebook group for the to play in the event and mm-hmm. they took charge and it's like oh we're back in high school or you win every year and well, they're actually like the whole... go ahead yeah I, sorry and I've been an event planner <laughs> for like five years at this point like and I think there were a couple others too and we all were like uh hi we ha- we're experts in this so you know, we can find ways where we can do this, where it's not going to cost every person $50 to attend. Why do we need to pay for that? Low key. And it was at this bar. Oh, exactly. That was, I had no interest in going to. I spent my early 20s there. I don't want to go as an adult. Like, that's over partying. You know, I think it's funny. I think us as millennials were killing the, the class reunions because they're kind of lame. If you break yeah. it down. Low key, like. It, it is like going back to high school. There's no way to not like all these people fall back in their circles because it's what we know to do. So it's like, we let those people who were the pre- class president kind of take over and we're like, if, and lucky those people kind of peaked in high school, in my opinion. So exactly. Like, if that's, that's important like, to you, have it. That was like, why, why do I want to go? Like, or why, why do you need to be in charge? Cause you're no longer at that level. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, good for you. But like what I, happened to like, like our parents, their family reunions were at the school in the gym. The family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. It's hard not to, right? It just rolled off the tongue. But no, the I know they. School reunion, yeah. Like it, it was always in the gym at the yeah. school they went to, which is logical. Like, Makes why do sense. we need to go to a hotel? Why do we need to rent out a venue? Go to a club? And they actually were going to. I think there was like an anti get together too. Um, I just did not care enough. Oh, I didn't comment. I just followed the drama because I was like, this is good. I was like, this is juicy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I was definitely, like, watching the chats and, like, people's comments and stuff. But I, I know there was a group of people planning to just go out to meet up at a bar. Yeah. And those people were people I kind of um, kept in touch with. And I thought about joining that. But then the ones that were important enough. But fell through and I was like well if they're not going I'm not going <laughs> yeah like I just I considered 
going to my reunion, but first of all, at that point I was already in California. If I lived in Mississippi, maybe I would have driven up. That's like an hour. I yeah. can waste my time. And if I don't like it, I went to school in Memphis. So like there's stuff to do around the area. I could, mm-hmm. I could have entertained myself for the day. Um, I don't have any family out there still. So like I would have found something to do, but I couldn't find a reason being in California to fly back to Memphis to just go see people that I don't really need to see that I haven't talked to. Like yeah. if we had been in touch, like, and I was going to go see friends who live in Memphis. Cause I have a lot of friends that still live out there. I find value in that, but I don't find value in going and seeing we had, a, we had 700, almost 800 people in our class. Like there's Oof. no, yeah, it was huge. We had so, like 500. I thought that was big. <laughs> no, I mean, why did we have such big classes? Like all of us. Um, but yeah, there, there, there was nothing to justify that enough. <laughs> all right. So we've kind of burned some time here, guys. Sorry. Hope you've enjoyed a little look into our child. <laughs> because we're going way back. <laughs> but we'll wrap up with our two finger points. <laughs> okay. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, okay. So yeah, so I feel like Disney, um, with like a lot of their live action movies, I feel like they should go the more mature route, kind of lean into mm. more of the Disney adult version of the live action and stop gearing those more towards children. Um, yeah. So like I said, I watched Cruella recently um, on Disney Plus and I enjoyed it. I like that there was more of a mature feel to the story. This story to me didn't feel like they wrote this movie for children. I don't, I, I can see how could children could watch it, but I don't know how they would want to. It had a lot of, I don't want to say darkness, but like kind of scary elements. And there was a little bit of darkness to it. Yeah. Could definitely Um, give, give a kid nightmares. Yeah. And I, you know, Cruella is definitely one of the scarier, um, villains I would say I think I even kind of deterred away from her when I was younger um but I just think with like all the Disney adults I think Disney is starting like we've talked about is starting to see like that their Disney kids have grown into Disney adults and I feel like they need to cater more to that market so like you know with these villain origin stories you you have an opportunity to really hone in on that adult market and give Mm -hmm. them kind of doesn't have to be super dark but it can be disney dark and give them a little bit more flavor so that it's you know got a little more spice and pizzazz to it yeah i like that thought and i like the the flavor the wording (laughs) of it i think that's an interesting take um yeah i think going more adult route because we're the consumers and we can we've always been and continue to be yeah that's what i'm saying is like I don't, I don't feel like they're, they're leaning the right way. I feel like they're teetering. Like they'll give us like a little bit and then they go back the other way. And it's like, no, you saw that worked. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay. What about you? Um, So mine's kind of on the same um, side of things, but instead of going mature out, I think Disney, they're doing too much and need to just kind of pause and if we go back 15 years in time, they were doing really well. Um, 20 years in time, really well. Mm-hmm. Even 30 years in time, really well. Let's pause, go back to the drawing board and kind of see what was working and why it was working. Because what they're doing right now is not working. And they yeah. keep pushing things out that are not working. And I think maybe we should go back to what was working. Uh, they're doing a lot of live action. I think 
that kind of takes from some of the magic in a way. Mm-hmm. I think, or you know, it it started with a mouse and that mouse was animated. So maybe we need to keep on with some more animation because that's really what Disney started out as. Yeah. No, I agree. I, to your point, there's an oversaturation in Disney to the point where there's no clear vision to what they're trying like essentially to both of what we're saying what they're trying to market to us and what they're giving us it's we don't know yeah it's it is too much yeah I mean like you said to your point with the animation I felt this way in the past and I think there could be like a a heart like I say with the Disney maturity give the maturity to the live action and bring back the campiness for the younger generations of the animation with these movies because yeah, we grew up on that magic. That's what kept kept us being Disney fans throughout the years is that they gave us these magical, you know, moments or stories. And I don't feel like they're doing that as often for us. So when they do it, like, for example, with Moana, you know, it was really profound because it was something they hadn't done in a while. And it's mm-hmm. like, we need to, we need to see what is working like that. That worked. What about that worked? Take what that did positively and successfully and integrate that into what you're trying to do in the future yeah and really push those um i know we had covid at the time but ryan the last dragon Mm -hmm. great movie they could have done more marketing or yeah i know it was covid maybe we hold on to it until covid passed well they should have definitely done more marketing or either of those because i heard whispers about that movie i don't think i ever saw a preview nobody Mm -hmm. was talking about it on social media it really got swept under the rug as a I think it got marketed just to specifically very young children and that was it yeah and it was a great movie I watched it in quarantine and it was good and it it's in that you know heroine princess era like Mulan, Pocahontas, um, Moana I feel like it it definitely went with that and I mean you had Aquafina as the dragon so you've got the adult comedy right there god I love her yeah me too um yes oh my god see another thing that I that slipped through my cracks and I wish I would have known because yeah Aquafina she's great and that would have been great to market to adults to be like hey look I don't know how widely liked she is but I mean I like her yeah and I mean I remember uh what she was when I went to go see Little Mermaid she scuttled there was this little girl in front of me laughed at every little thing scuttle said and I think it's her voice yeah I think kids like her too. She, I, so I think she's great. Um, I've seen some of her show, uh, Nora from Queens, Aquafina is Nora from Queens. And I just think she's so funny. There's something about the naturalness of the way she kind of laughs at herself. Yeah. That makes it, that makes it like relatable. She's genuine and she's not your average, you know, she, or she is average. Maybe is what I'm trying to say. She's an average person. She's herself she's not getting plastic surgery and you know she's not a kardashian she's aquafina and i think that's why we like her because she is unique and authentically herself i love a person that can be authentically themselves because i struggle with that so when i see it i'm like you go girl exactly (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah i definitely agree with you um Disney definitely needs to do some shifting and and I'm hoping with you know Iger being back and um kind of getting everything back in order I hope they're taking the time to really see 
what needs to be done and kind of seeing who maybe maybe it's a refresh of figuring out who their market is again because I wonder if Disney knows who they're marketing to at this point and I feel like that's where they need to start that's a good point I don't think they know yeah and yeah just pause and figure things out that's like marketing 101 know your audience literally (laughs) (laughs) coming from two marketers (laughs) (laughs) um but literally so I definitely agree yeah (laughs) all right guys well you know the spiel follow us and connect and we will catch you next two finger point Tuesday guys Thank you for listening to Two Finger Point, hosted by Amber Omar and Kylie Salmon. Created by Amber Omar and Kylie Salmon. Produced by Amber Omar. Engineered by Kylie Salmon. Social media managed by Kylie Salmon. Content created by Amber Omar and Kylie Salmon. Stay connected with us by following us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or YouTube at Two Finger Point Podcast with the number two spelled out, T-W-O. You can also contact us by visiting our website at twofingerpointpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to have new episodes automatically downloaded to your device or to get alerts of our new episodes on YouTube. We greatly appreciate you rating and reviewing our podcast as well. You could be selected to have your review read on the podcast, like this review here from our friend Zoe, My Disney Podcast Fix. Amber and Kylie have put together the perfect podcast about all things Disney. Love to hear their banter, their opinions, their recommendations, and I love following along with their quiz at the end of each episode. You know it's a good podcast when you find yourself chiming in. Listening to them every week has me feeling connected to the parks even when I'm far away. Thanks, ladies. Thanks to you too, Zoe. We will catch you next Tuesday for our next episode. But until then, have a magical day. Attention all DCPs, cast members, and all other Disney fanatics. Do you have an interesting story related to Disney? Maybe you'd love to share what it was like working for the mouse, or why Disney holds a special place in your heart. Or maybe you want to give us the dirty details about your roommate and how awful they are. I mean, yeah. Write in to us. We'd love for you to share your story on the pod. Or even have you share your story on the pod. That too. Don't worry, if you want to stay anonymous, you can. Christopher Marlando. Reach out to us at twofingerpointpodcast.com slash contact or DM us wherever you're connected.